Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. a game but it's thanksgiving guys the <laughs> holidays are getting closer which means the game is also getting closer welcome to phoy union podcast renee washington jp zabata we've got andrew frezza behind the camera uh it's thursday it's the thursday before the final thursday of um well thanksgiving thursday i should say mm-hmm. jp we had friendsgiving today for all of you guys that yes. are tuning in the show welcome hit that like button join in, in the comments in the conversation we had friendsgiving here at the office and it was great to see everybody bring something i know we're um also going to be probably posting some stuff around it for people to be able to check out the spread we had uh mm-hmm. it's it's been a fun day it's been a fun day so far one thing to know about this office is that we know food all right and we I'm definitely impressed. throw down and so we definitely did throw down here today uh of course you know hopefully everyone is having a great great thursday i know it's like renee said it's gonna take a while till we <laughs> actually get some soccer here but it's time to you know just sit back relax enjoy we don't always get these times and playoff times, so you know just enjoy the little time where you don't have to stress a little bit. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I know I was excited because I was not sure what to expect today. Specifically, I, I had low expectations for our office. Not going to lie. Um, <laughs> not everybody can, can cook. And a lot of people actually have said they can't cook, especially the men in the office, which is the majority of the office, because there's not a lot of us ladies here. We're not represented very well, but they at least did a good job. And by they, I mean, you included of mm. going to the store and buying something good. I, I, listen, <laughs> pow, pow. I, but I, listen, everyone enjoyed it, right, Andrew? Everyone Shots enjoyed fired. <laughs> All right, so I have to ask. I know we're going to have an actual Thanksgiving-specific edition, but I'm also learning a lot about Thanksgiving because I don't know about you guys. I don't Thanksgiving hop. I stay at my family's house. My parents actually host, and families from all sides come there, whoever wants to attend. That is it. When I was younger, we would go to, like, my my grandparents on both sides. But, again, that was it. So I don't know what other families do for Thanksgiving. So I'm not going to lie. I've had my eyes opened a little bit because uh, I've always heard rumors about things like raisins in your potato salad and Mm, green bean casserole and things. But apparently that's real. So... (laughs) 
I'm learning. I'm 31 years old. I'm learning that uh, not everybody has the fantastic spread my family does. They have their own unique spread. Mm -hmm. I won't say it's bad. It's just unique. It's just different. You talked a little bit about your Thanksgiving. What's what's kind of like your main staples at Thanksgiving? I mean, right now that like I'm kind of in charge of all the family. So like oh. both myself and my fiance's family come over our house now. Now we have the home. So like things have changed a lot for me over the past two years. But obviously turkey. So fiance's dad is bringing the smoker. He's bringing the trigger down to, okay. to, to, to see wood. And we're going to smoke turkey. We're going to smoke some Sam. Seawood. Collinswood, baby. South Jersey knows. I've never heard it called Seawood. <laughs> like, Seawood. I may have made that up. I don't know. <laughs> is it Sea... Like, what? Is it Seaside? I'm like, I've never heard of Seawood. Sea okay, I was picturing it as S-E-A Wood. Okay, it's... Seawood is in Collinswood. Okay, I'm with you now. I'm back. Collinswood. Shouts <laughs> to my, all my Collinswood people out there. But, yeah, if you smell that smoker, you know who it is. It's me. We got the smoked salmon, the smoked turkey. Um, my dad cannot go meal without rice, so there will be rice. <laughs> uh, we'll have some mashed potatoes. My brother sticks strictly only to the box stuffing, so I'll have that for him. Okay. Um, mac and cheese, you cannot have Thanksgiving without mac and cheese. Agreed. I don't even like mac and cheese, but it is a staple. You don't like mac and cheese, really? Yep, I said that. You heard that right. Really? I do not like mac and cheese. Um, Will, I know you hate this break so much, but I hate mac and cheese yes. so much. <laughs> Welcome in, Will. We're talking about, because it is a break and we do have some time, we will get into soccer eventually. We're talking about food right now because we're having Friendsgiving and mac and cheese has been brought up on several occasions. Some people don't believe it's supposed to be at Thanksgiving, which I think is weird. I actually cannot stand mac and cheese. Okay. And it actually makes me throw up. Okay. Because I don't really, I like mozzarella cheese, but that's oh. it. I don't like grilled cheese, mac and cheese. Ugh. Likes the mozzarella. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mac and cheese is gross. But it is, I will at least say it's a Thanksgiving food. Yes. And I know how to at least make a nice boxed, easy mac type of thing. <laughs> but never okay. go wrong with that. Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, okay. So that sounds that sounds reasonable yeah. um salmon's a little bit interesting i never thought about salmon at thanksgiving so i have a, i have a health nut in my house <laughs> my future brother-in-law shouts to him he's a okay. fitness guru so oh. we, we keep the salmon out. but i actually enjoy salmon so i will partake i love salmon. salmon yeah so we we do have that there but you know just <laughs> more importantly keeping family together that's the best part about it we obviously have some drinks watch some football it was cool the one year we had soccer on thanksgiving mm. I got to watch mm -hmm. some soccer. My dad was a little change up because, you know, okay. growing up, it's always, you know, NFL football, which is always fun. But yes, yeah, Thanksgiving is probably one of my favorite holidays. Probably my favorite, honestly. I just love the family aspect. Yeah. I love to eat. So those are two things that mesh very well. Yeah. Oh, we are talking about mac and cheese now. Okay. So I actually have heard, <laughs> Jillian said maybe I just never had good mac and cheese. I've heard my my sister and my mom make some of the best mac and cheese okay. like ever. Like every people actually will request them to make mac pans and pans of mac and cheese. I have people around me that make what I hear is a good mac and cheese, but I just don't like I don't like cheese. I don't actually it's not even mac and I don't like cheese. Okay. But I will say my spreads and I love are you need variety. You have turkey, ham, which I love making the turkey and ham. Turkey, ham, chicken. Sometimes we will add in, we love a good smoked anything. So maybe like a a brisket or something that you add in, some sort of barbecued food. Always cooked apples, mashed potatoes, mm. um, mac and cheese for those that like it. Collard greens. You have sweet potatoes. You have cabbage, potato salad without raisins. You have maybe even like a little seafood dish. Sometimes you do okay. mix in a maybe not a salmon, but maybe more like a seafood salad or something like that. 
that's about it on the salad side. Screw um, my thanks. Green beans, corn, and then the dessert. Oh, banana pudding. All the oh, all the best pies. God. Apple and pumpkin, of course. Um, a cake or, or cupcakes. I have a family of, of people that cook. Like my family throws down in the kitchen, and some of my relatives actually own cafes and things. Like the food that we make is delicious cornbread and biscuits oh it's very good so i'm i know i've been excited because i love thanksgiving is like such a huge fun time to get together with family we have games on all day and you just eat you literally eat a plate of food you get tired you take a nap you watch some games you go back and you do it all over again and it's you do that again for christmas we also have a same the same type of a big spread for christmas are you a liquor wine girl or Beer, seltzer on Thanksgiving? You know, I'm a classy, uh, <laughs> take a bottle to the head. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I definitely love, I love wine and I love whiskey. That might be whiskey for me too. So it depends on the time. Like early in the day, I'm probably going to go. I might even go, you know, early with a mimosa. Start it mm. off with a nice mimosa. Okay. Then I like I, around lunchtime is a nice wine. You know, you got to pace yourself. I don't want to be the lit auntie. I'm a lit auntie, <laughs> but not lit because of the liquor. I'm just lit because I'm lit. Um, like and it. then at night, like when you're really getting the cards going and the games going, yeah. now we're bringing out the whiskey. Might even throw some shots in there too. So yes, Jillian, you're saying stuffing. I cannot forget stuffing. Love, stuffing. Love some it's stuffing, good. but I homemade, actually, though. I like yeah. I, it's got to be mixed. I don't like stuffing. By I keep itself. the box for my brother, but we all have yeah. our homemade stuffing for as sure. Well. It's such a comfort food. I oh, agree with you on that. For sure, it's exciting. We like the holidays are just a great time of year. I've already cracked out the Hallmark movies hey. and the jammies and hot chocolate. Andrew's like, no, <laughs> yes, because it is such a fun time to like sit and watch some cheesy movies and have the fireplace going and drink hot chocolate or drink eggnog, whatever it is. So I'm excited for that. And I'll be even more excited when we have games, games, games to watch. Yes. International break, guys. I know. <laughs> I'm not too excited tonight, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah, oh, we've got plenty to still talk about. So exciting news on the soccer front. I, let's let's get back into the union. Football. Let's talk about it here. Exciting news yeah. that pictures captured Julian Carranza back at at practice, oh, which is great. Of course, he missed the last game against the Revs with a hamstring injury. I've had many a hamstrings injury, hamstring injuries. First off, it feels like you got shot in the back of the leg when you when you pull a hamstring, and I just remember like pow pow like you're. Your leg muscles literally just gives out on you. Um, and it's very painful. And you don't really realize how much you need your hamstring. I will yeah. never forget the very first time it happened. Because after it happened once, I was I understood it. And you can't sit down with a hamstring injury. I was in college. I was in class with a bag of ice wrapped around my hamstring because I was in pain. And I literally had to, like, do the one cheek on the chair, one cheek off. <laughs> because your hamstring is connected all the way up to your butt. Like, it's very, very painful. Yeah. So I say all that to say, Julian, I feel your pain. Happy that he's back. It yeah. definitely takes time. And it's one of those things that, like, you feel like you're okay. And then all of a sudden you go to make a sprint or something and it just hap- it aggravates it again. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad he's able to have plenty of time to rest, doesn't have to rush back, and can make sure he's feeling at 100% to strengthen it. I mean, we talked about it before, although we are frustrated with the amount of time we have to wait between each one of these playoff games, mm-hmm. it is actually benefiting the union because of the amount of matches they've been playing and, you know, injuries like Julian Carranza with the hamstring. Mm-hmm. It gives it proper enough time to to recuperate. And so for this upcoming match, which now, I, I, now we have nine days, we're down the to countdown nine days. is down to nine. We're in single, single digits. digits. Yay! So I, I think that it's plenty of time here for him to get recuperated. Obviously, like you mentioned, it is a complex injury. So 
We're going to have to wait to hear the week of to see what Jim says about his status for that match. But mm -hmm. having Julian is going to be big. Obviously, we know Miyazka is not going to be there for Cincinnati. And so it's going to be interesting to see what Cincinnati does do uh, with that with Miyazka out. Will they go five in the back? Obviously, Haglund probably is going to have to step in for Miyazka. But Julian Cardenas is really important. And his pace is so important for stretching those back lines. He's mm -hmm. extremely important on holding that play up. So... You know, we'll look. We'll we'll talk more about what that game plan could potentially look at, but that's going to be important because that right there for Cincinnati, that back line's a little bit of a weakness because you're without the MLS Defender of the Year this year. So for Carranza, hopefully he's there so he can attack that back line. But you know, this, we got plenty of time right now. That's the good part. Yeah, exactly. It's it's plenty of time to be able. I feel like it gives us a good separation as we're talking about like Thanksgiving and things. It gives us just like it gives the team a chance to. Focus on getting healthy, yep. time with your family, time to breathe, and then get back into the playoff push. Now, is it ideal? No, I wouldn't have picked it this way. But here's the cards that we've been dealt. So I do like the fact that, you know, with it being on the 25th, it's Saturday. It's, a, you know, a couple days after Thanksgiving. It gives these guys a chance now to just recoup. And for everybody, I mean, SC Cincinnati, I believe they had a day off today is what I had read right. somewhere. Like, it gives them a chance to give their – players for each of these teams that are the final eight that are in a chance to just kind of okay if you're not playing during the international break let's maybe give you a day to just relax and maybe instead you're doing a, a lighter workout a bike workout a pool workout whatever something different uh, to get the muscles going but not nearly as much of an intensive type of a workout and then for those that are you know trying to get back to 100 it's definitely a chance to do that of course jake glessness one that we would hope yeah. eventually could get back but um I know a lot of the conversation I've been seeing around has been like it hasn't been officially ruled out, but it's just highly unlikely. And realistically, it's it's a lot to jump back into from a sports hernia surgery to jump back in. So Julian Carranza being back is, you know, you need to have some of these pieces back. You're not yeah. expecting you're hoping you can get someone back. So for Carranza, as we talked about in the offense, huge piece. And we definitely could see the difference without him on the pitch in the last game. And we've seen him. Without him at times, concussion protocol, hamstring injuries, the different knocks he's taken throughout the course of the season that we know he's needed, especially against FC Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean, talk about an attack that has been struggling. I mean, we, we don't put up six, seven goals anymore like we did last year. So having Carranza, nope. anything and everything helps with this attack. And having Carranza back, especially Gazdag and Ure, would definitely be a big help as well. And the challenge for both Pat Noonan and Jim Curtin is here. It's mm -hmm. how do you keep these guys loose and ready for a match that what it was like 20 days apart oh my gosh yeah the, the first round into to this now semi-final so that's going to be the real challenge here i mean hopefully glasses does come back i think realistically if the uni can get the job done against cincinnati i think realistically you can potentially see glasses in the eastern conference finals but we'll have to wait and see you got to take care of cincinnati skyline chili fc <laughs> exactly i mean look it's it's great i know Jim Curtin had mentioned a, a while back that Jacob's recovery was going better than planned. He he was, yeah. you know, able to have a successful procedure and, and getting back um, at a quicker rate. But I'm definitely not for, especially as a center back, rushing him back. And so I like with the fact that Damian Lowe has been playing well. You know, Jack Elliott's been playing well defensively. Could you use him out there? Without a doubt. But you also want to make sure he's ready. So as you mentioned OJP, the focus regardless has to be on FC Cincinnati. You know, that's 
you want to hope you can, if you get past them now, there is potential that Glesnitz could possibly be back, whatever that looks like, whether it's just in practice or not, who knows? But, um, yeah, it is, it's, 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 it's getting closer. It's getting closer. (laughs) We're getting there guys. We're getting there. So I, I will say though, um, this match against FC Cincinnati has me very excited, nervous. It's a lot of emotions and it's still over a week out with us being nine days away. I don't want to, jump in too soon to process it. I'm going to even give myself a break and take a step back and just, just wait, just yeah. wait. Cause I don't know. I know you've been driving the optimism train and <laughs> I have, I have belief. I always have belief at the core, but I'm very much nervous. So I absolutely am going to just wait until next week to yeah. fully start to think about like what this matchup means and strategically the you know what it looks like and stuff so for yeah, now that's that's big um i think i did see uh we're out to check in with our boy jose but i'm pretty sure brandon craig was also out there obviously brandon craig can't play um but yeah. it's he's back in philly you know talking about center backs and the future of that position he is back in philly we'll, we'll see what uh will transpire yeah it's a lot to keep an eye on some exciting things going on um of course the first being Julian Cananza being back but even you talk about Craig being out there hey who knows what the future will hold for the union now one thing we do know for the union there have been some um roster changes Mm -hmm. for the union and the union too just to run through now it did break earlier today that there has been a signing for the union you, the union have signed midfielder and 19 year old Sanders Nagabo. Love and it. uh, it's, a, it's a midfielder that you're picking up in that deal where you now are able to have him on a two year contract. That contract does begin in 2024. And with Sanders Nagabo joining the team from Lingby Bold Club, if Ooh, I said that correctly. That was good. Thanks, I'm, I'm thanks. Saying, I, I feel like, I, you know, I try to really work on my uh, phonetics and everything. So, I, you know, that's my best. Yes. It's so hard with this team because we love like the Eastern European like players and those names are so hard to pronounce. So I always listen, I apologize. Yeah. I, and you know what? I honestly will look things up and still try, but everybody says it differently, unfortunately. And it's unless it's coming out of the players' mouths themselves of them saying their name, I I just try to my best. So, so try to figure out Ura <laughs> here, guys. Yeah, exactly. Ura, exactly. Ura. Oh, man. So with that, um, Sanders is going to be added to the union's active roster following the receipt of his international transfer certificate. There's some details that are still being worked out, a.k.a. And so uh, for Ernst Tanner, the union sporting director, he did say that Sanders is a young, promising midfielder with a strong potential to do well in our system. Once rated a top Danish talent, we believe he'll have the resources and direction needed to succeed and flourish in this environment. We look forward to welcoming him to the team and watching him develop. Mm-hmm. So with that news, what were your initial thoughts, JP, when you heard they signed a 19-year-old midfielder to a two-year contract starting in 2024? It's the season of giving. And <laughs> I woke up this morning with some signing news. You know, obviously the union are still playing, so I didn't expect the union to make a signing, but... Uh, this has gone the lines of Ernst, you know, trying to replenish the youth of this team. This mm-hmm. is something he constantly keeps doing. And for a guy like Sanders, which, by the way, I love the name Sanders. Obviously, you think cool of name. football, you know, yeah. obviously. We just had Miles Sanders here in Philly. But, no, with, with Sanders, I'm curious to see what the future will hold for him. So, from my understanding, obviously, like, I'm not, I don't watch Danish soccer at all. But from what I gathered, he was just in bad situations. Constantly okay. with teams that were just in relegation battles and – as you know, like those type of situations are not conducive for young players. Like mm-hmm. you saw, we just saw with Brandon Aronson with Leeds last year. Like it's it's such a tough spot to be put in. 
managers are in and out. Like you have no structure as a young kid. He's only 19 years old. Yeah. Um, so he's making this big jump coming over to the United States. And obviously because of the track record of the youth academy and just development for young players for with this club, I think that's attractive for a lot of players. And so, I mean, like I even look like a good example was Richard Odala. Odala, you know, have, having, having a tough time to find his way over in Serbia, comes over here, he dazzled in just light play, that Pachuca friendly that we saw last year as well. And he might might get sold off to to Europe again. Uh, so this is just a great spot, not only for players to obviously get some playing time, but just develop their game. And I'm curious mm-hmm. to see what he is. The question will be, what will he exactly play? He's a central midfielder. He does, does have some experience playing out on both wings. He is comfortable with both feet, which is important to, to have, especially, you know, Jim loves versatility all throughout this roster. So that'll be important to see. What, what will he replace? I mean, I, I, I think for him... I think he's a more tenacious, tough Jack McGlynn. Obviously, Jack has improved upon with his defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that, obviously, Jack is one of the most creative young midfields we've ever seen in this league. Uh, but I think, hopefully, Ngabo can learn. That, that is if Jack stays here next year, but he can learn from Jack. But I think that this is a perfect situation for any young player, especially Ngabo. Okay, I like it. I like what you're sharing. I know Will say in the chat that you love it as well. Um, you know, I hey... It's, Nothing to lose here, honestly. When you look at, as you talk about Ngabo's experience, he made 29 appearances with Lingby and had two assists, one goal in those games. So not a high goal score in production in, in that sense. Um, did make progress in his growth to be able to be on the, the um, U19 squad. He was on the Danish First Division, uh, made his professional debut back just in 2021. So again, he's only 19 years old and he started playing professionally in, when he was about 17. And that was when he signed in August of 2021 a three-year contract with Lingby and uh, had a a key role with that team. And that team did finish top of their league. They finished in second place. And then he also has been playing with the U19 youth national team for Denmark, where he had two appearances for the U18 squad as well. Um, But his debut for the U19s was just back in March of 2022 as a sub. So he's played in more of of a role that's been kind of a reserve and not someone that's logged a lot of um, stats, I guess you can say. It's been just, you know, national team appearances here and there, youth national team appearances here and there. And then earlier this month, he was called into Denmark's U20 national team for the first time in his career. So making progress in that sense. But um, I mean, I don't know, to be honest, what to expect of this signing. Um, There's potential there i mean i don't know I, I like what you're saying about him i don't know enough about his game to be able to say like oh this is a great signing i did see some people i was kind of, i always like to just read through what people are thinking in terms of their comments and stuff on social media yeah. with a grain of salt of course <laughs> but uh one of the ones that was interesting to me was somebody saying something along the lines of you know why not sign a player from top five league you know like every other mls mm. club does you why not sign a top five player in 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 europe mm. so it does make me a little bit nervous because you're you're signing a 19-year-old that plays on the U20 Danish national team to a two-year contract, and I don't see enough from him that has me leaping with excitement from this news. But then I also wonder, especially with the news that we've been hearing around Ali Badoya and Kai Wagner and just the changes that are being made across the roster— I'm not saying he's being brought in to replace Ali Bedoya, but he is a 19-year-old midfielder that just got signed to a two-year deal starting in 2024, and we know Ali is not coming back in 2024. So, the two, hey, 
if it looks like a duck and walks like a duck, is it a duck? <laughs> yes. Um, he is, in a sense, stepping into the team after Ali's stepping out of the team. I don't think it's a direct replacement, but it makes me wonder and curious about what he's going to add. Um, welcome, Eugene King Krabs. Did you change your name, Eugene Krabs, to King Krabs? He's the king, um, You thought it started at 4.30, no problem. You're, you are a little late, but better late than never. Uh, we already <laughs> talked about our Thanksgiving food. You missed that conversation about great food, Would've but we'll it. have more food conversations. Uh, maybe, if not today, definitely moving forward, uh, we'll have some more. Yeah. So, I mean, the news was just kind of like, huh? And then I, then I also was like, Wait, when does he start? Can he play right away? And of mm -hmm. course, no, 2024. Um, so it was just kind of one of those things like, okay, like, I don't know. I'm not excited about it, but I'm not, I'm just in the, I don't know what to think of it yet. So just waiting, I yeah. guess. I, just waiting. <laughs> I think the entire fan base has every right to be skeptical with every signing right now. I, I mean, in general, this is a signing that you're looking towards the future. And yeah. a lot of fans are a little reluctant to that because, like, you look at some of these past signings from with like young players, even whether it be from the, the youth academy to internationally. Like realistically, we haven't had many of those players step up in, into the first team. I mean, like Jack McGlynn, Nate Harrell, really the last two from the academy that mm -hmm. really are contributing for this team right now. But also, I wouldn't look at this as the marquee signing of the offseason. Right. We are still not at the offseason. Like you, I know, we'll talk. We'll, make, we'll talk about Red Bull a little bit. Obviously, they're heavily rumored with some players, but that's because their season's over. So mm -hmm. now it's looking at 2024. We are still in 2023. I think this is more so of just a signing where Ernst feels like, all right, the the the, the risk level is is really low here. He's really young, plenty of time to still develop his game. Let's mm -hmm. see what we can do with him. And and it was just just a risk, a, a chance for a player that has no risk and that they can mold into what they want it to be so yeah i think it's just Ernst is trying to pick here but yeah I, I i talked about it with you Ernst tanner right now is is on a little bit of a probation because of mm -hmm. last year and the signings that he did last year and the lack of help that they are giving us this year so I, i'm with the fan base i understand the restlessness but i'm going to wait until the season is officially over and seeing what this team does and yeah. obviously there's potential uh, sales as well Carranza has been heavily rumored. El Brujo, Glesnitz, all heavily rumored. Yeah. So we'll see what transpires in the offseason. Oh, gosh. I know. Well, Larry Henry, our very own uh, writer here, did hey. a nice quick piece around the signing as well. So you can check out the two-year deal in more detail. He talks about the option years for 2026 and 2027 and the fact that uh, Sanders will occupy an international roster slot on the union's roster. So I, I do think it's, with him being 19 years old, it is a sign of, the planning for the future, the youth for the future, because as you mentioned, we've heard about the veterans that have been rumored to possibly not be coming back. Um, and now we're hearing and seeing that there's youth that is coming in. And he is a guy I know some people were talking about as well that can absolutely at 19 years old. Maybe he's not fully ready for the union top roster, but maybe he's a union two guy that gets some minutes there as well. So, you know, it could be, an oppor another opportunity to be able to put him in a good environment as you talk about, especially if he's had some teams that have been, you know, some experience in the past that haven't been as beneficial, be in a good environment, develop as a midi. He's got versatility where he can play wing and out wide, or he can play in the central role. And he can be a, a midfielder that who knows in the future can step into, you know, a, a major role for the union. So who knows a lot of, who knows a lot of question marks. One thing that I do know is 
When you go over to FOCO, you don't have any question marks. Hey. It's nice and easy for you where you can be able to purchase over at FOCO any sort of merchandise, apparel, gear, bobbleheads, hats, slippers. And as the holidays are coming up, these are also great opportunities for you to buy gifts for your family and friends. And over at FOCO, use that code PHLY, get 10% off of your purchase. So again, for those that are listening to our show back across podcast platforms, code PHLY gets you 10% off and you'll be able to buy some great merch, rep your squads, and be able to um, also have some good gift ideas as well. So that's one thing you can be certain about. Uh, but before, JP, we move along, I do want to just share there's some other uh, quick updates that have come out as well, mm-hmm. starting with a signing for the Union 2. So as we're talking about, obviously the Union aren't actively in future mode. Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned, still in the playoffs. Any team that's in the playoffs right now, their focus is not on the offseason roster moves. Their focus is on winning and staying alive and getting to the MLS Cup and winning. So for the Union, we're seeing small moves, and I absolutely expect that once the season ends, oh, I think we're in for quite quite a roller coaster once the season ends, whenever it ends. So for the Union, too, it was announced that they have um, signed midfielder CJ only to an MLS Next pro professional contract. Nice. He will be added to the Union 2's active roster immediately. And uh, he did make 24 appearances for the Union 2 in their 30 games this past season, 28 regular season games. He also played in the Wrexham Friendly, as well as the New England playoff match. And every appearance that he had was a start. He did start in all of those. And also in his nearly 2,000 minutes played, he had four goals, eight assists, and a team leading 39 key passes, as reported. So one of those young players that at just 16, because he turned 17 in December... Very young, um, and he's already getting contracts to play with the Union 2. He also had chances to play with the Union 2 when he was 15 years old. Okay. So he's been at a young age heavily involved with the Union 2, and now a great chance uh, for him to possibly be seeking a contract as a homegrown. So a name to keep an eye on, CJ Olney, for the future, that might be one that we can see coming to the pipelines for the Union in the future. Could he be the next Aronson, Paxson, or Brandon? Could he be the next <laughs> Jack McGlynn? That's what we're hoping for. But yeah, like I just told you, man, like this academy needs to produce again the way it was like a couple years ago. Yeah. I mean, like we really, since Jack and Nate, I mean, what else have we had? You know, I've heard a lot of rumblings, and we did the short as well on Caven Sullivan, like the, the sky's limit for that guy. I mean, Will he even see the Union too or senior team? Because obviously all these European teams mm-hmm. are looking at him. Absolutely, Barbara. Let's go Union. We can win this for sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Welcome in, Barbara. Welcome in. <laughs> King Krabs is in, in the royalty. royalty arc. I love it. But it does make me you know, excited to see some of these roster changes, yeah. signings that are happening because it's a 19-year-old in Sanders. It's a 16-year-old about to be 17 next month in CJ and Names to keep an eye on as we're talking about the future for the union, the development, the pipeline, the homegrowns that CJ might be a name that we could possibly see moving forward. Um, Another young midfielder, another young midfielder that we could possibly be seeing coming through the, the ranks. I know these are exciting. These fam- I know what this fan base wants. They want Griezmann. They want a Ronaldo. They want something like that. As do I. I think the hard part is, as much as we love these stories of like, oh, he's 16 going yeah. on 17 and getting an, a Union 2 contract. That's great cute. for him. It's so cute. It's so cute. It's so precious. But at the end of the day, like people have said on Twitter and in various conversations, like we've talked about, when will we see the Union get that big international signing of a ready now veteran type of a player? You brought up a really good point. 
why don't we sign from the big five leagues? And like, I've never been yeah. one to say like, go get like a Ebra from the big five. Like, no, no, no. But like, there's like young players throughout all the yes. big clubs. Like even look at Dortmund, Real Madrid, Manchester United, where they can't get in mm -hmm. the starting or in the senior squad because there's just no room for them. And like, I wish the uni would take advantage of that. Obviously that costs a little bit more money than yeah. you would want to pay for some of these young players, but that's progressive thinking. And that those are players that can help you right now. To me, it just seems like a lot of bargain shopping and I'm a bargain shopper myself. I do like a good, I don't, I don't really shop name brands. I like a nice knockoff, same quality for much cheaper, but that's not always the case. And in this situation, that bargain shopping sometimes or after a while catch up, catches up to you. I know when we had Ali Bedoya on the show, what seems like forever ago at this point, something he was talking about is how the union have notoriously been one of the cheaper clubs. We obviously also broke down the numbers when we were looking across the league sure. at salaries because the union don't pay nearly as much money as other clubs do. Mm -hmm. LAFC, Inter-Miami, you know, the list goes on and on. But at what expense? You know, you're relying on your entire development and success around being able to bring in homegrowns, these 18, 19-year-olds that are going to come in and, and some of them do very well. Again, Nate Harriel and Jack McGlynn playing so well right now, Quinn Sullivan, but imagine, just imagine, if you have a 25, 26-year-old that's been playing professionally for now seven, eight years in a top five European league. Because as you playing mentioned, somebody that's on a, a team in a top five European league that maybe isn't, you know, I'm not saying go after all the big names, Ronaldo and, and Messi. It's great you get Messi in the league. But there are so many other players that are playing, especially in European leagues, that are very high-quality, veteran, mature players that in a team like this would flourish, but they would cost a little bit more. Yeah. So in my opinion, pay a little extra to get a little bit more because that investment would be worth it, especially if they're, you know, I'm not saying go get a 35, 36-year-old veteran. No, go get somebody that's like how Kai Wagner so heavily recruited right now and everybody wants Kai. Okay, get a Kai Wagner mm -hmm. that you're now bringing to the union versus losing. So I would love to see that from you. I just would love to see more of a mixture of, I, I think the homegrown storyline is beautiful. Yeah, it's what for also sure. for the MLS as a whole has really helped propel the league of look US at us. We have really. an academy program. We have a pipeline to the pros where you have a chance at 15 years old to be playing with grown adults in the pros or getting contracts. Beautiful. But overall, this is why the MLS and the bigger conversation is not still able to catch up with those top leagues because you're not bringing in the best talent. Yeah, yeah. And obviously the salary is another topic. Like the restrictions on these rosters have to improve upon. But yeah. like I'm, I'm with you. And I think you're seeing around the league. You know, we talked about it during that salary cap episode. Mm -hmm. Like the teams that spend the most money aren't the most successful. Right. But it's about how you spend that money. I mean, we're about to play a team that not only spent money, but spent it smartly in Cincinnati and they won the supporters shield. Mm -hmm. They got depth. They have quality players, MLS defensive player of the year, probably gonna have the MVP as well, but you do have to dish out a little bit more money bargain shopping and only get you so far. But for you personally, it can get you far with the game time app, ladies and gentlemen, Right now, ladies and gentlemen, you have you ever like gone to a game and like one without tickets and wondered, I want to go in there, but I don't want to spend a lot of money. Well, that's where game time comes into play. Head right on down to Subaru Park. Well, if we ever make it to the MLS Cup final, <laughs> but for next year or even right now with the Sixers, the Flyers, and the Birds, go down the tailgate. Don't worry about the tickets. 
hour before, head on over to the Game Time app, check out the app, check out the great prices, and get yourself a bargain deal. And right now, when you use the promo code PHLY for the first time users, you get $20 off. So, ladies and gentlemen, what are you waiting for? Check out Game Time. It's not only just for sporting events, concerts, all the all the events you need. Comedy shows. Comedy shows. So definitely check it out. Use the code, promo code PHLY for $20 off. And thank you to Game Time app. But yeah, spend more money, Ernst, please. please. <laughs> spend that money. I mean, it's not, it's, what is the point of just holding on to it? Uh, obviously, it's being spent on something. Like the union's in the midst of, yeah. they've renovated all around Super Park with the, the practice cabin, field. Sure. It's going back to the community. They're bringing in, you know, someone like Sanders, Gabo. Like they're making, I guess, financial deals. But I would love to see more of a mixture. Yeah. I think one of the things that has been a strength of the union is when you have homegrowns, they are working through the system. So they understand, you know, what the union is all about. And it's a seamless transition. It's kind of like JV to varsity swing players. But I would love a little bit more of a mixture of also bringing in some of those transfers and signings from European leagues or whatever um, players that you're bringing that are veterans. I'd love to bring in a, a guy that's just going to come right in and immediately be ready to, to plug and play, yeah. you know, versus someone that we have to wait a little bit. They've got to take some some lumps along the way as they're learning and figuring things out, I, you know, give us give more balance. So while we have hopefully a lot of time before we talk off season, mm -hmm. these types of young moves of bringing in, you know, for the union to signing a 16 year old in CJ for the union signing a 19 year old in Sanders. Great news. But let's hope that we can get some more um, in the offseason around some some major moves. I don't think it's going to happen. Not coming to the union. I think, unfortunately, it'll be leaving KD, the union. just but. pick up the phone. Call your buddy Griezmann. You know, have some, <sighs> you know. Have, That's all. Have some food down here in Rittenhouse. We'll make some food for you. We've got plenty to offer here. Everything from lobster bisque to spinach <laughs> dip and Ham, chicken, we got greens, beans, tomatoes, lamb, 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 you name it. We got it all. So whatever we need to do to sell to make people come here. Because, uh, listen, being in, in this area is a great area. A lot of athletes love playing great here. Great to raise your kids. Great to raise. I feel like I was just having this. Oh, wait, I was just having this conversation on the Phillies show because with the same thing, trying to convince a Yamamoto to come to the Phillies. It's the same thing now with the union. We, we need to be on the, we're on the wrong side of these conversations. Clearly we're behind and after the scenes, we need to be in the room because we've got the ideas being at Chester playing at soup in Chester, playing in Subaru park with the nice scenic backdrop where you can, well, the traffic's terrible there, but, but even, that's not a problem. But even so let's be realistic, right? Like these players, they want to be in New York, right? They want to be in Miami. They want to be in LA. But like I don't the know one why. thing, it's expensive there. It's well, crowded. You got the money. Doesn't it's dirty. really matter. <laughs> well, that's true too. New York is the. I always say it's like Philly on steroids. For sure. For sure. It's so dirty and it's way worse. But that's okay. the selling point right there. You're not that far. From, look at Caranza. Oh, we're talking I see. Him. For Philly, like where you can yes. be here, a great city, way better sports culture than New York. Yes, I said that. And then you can still be close enough to New York. You can go yep. to DCs like two and a half, three hours away. Like you're still close to everything. So I think that is a selling point. Come to a good club, come to a great city, great sports fan base, and you still go to New York, go to DC. I don't care what you do on your off time. All right. Just win on the team. Where do pitch. where do we sign? Where do we sign? I see no <laughs> problems here. It's it's the best of all worlds. If you want to be near a beach, you got that. You want to go to the city. 
we've got city here. You can go up to New York. You can go down to D.C. You can hop on a train and be in Boston, whatever you want to do. It's, it's, it's possible here if you want to live in the suburbs with your family because you've got young children. Easy. Go across the bridge, live in Jersey. They say Brigantine Beach is a little bit like Santorini. Just 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 a little bit. I'm kidding. <laughs> I wish. I wish. I don't know about all that. But there's a lot of selling points here. Plus, you can be a part of a team that got the MLS Cup last year, there has championship go. aspirations, win? is still in the playoffs versus how, like, the, the Red Bulls, seriously, so active. If they can draw in players, so can the Union. Yeah, we, we got that. We got that. Do you want to talk about the Red Bull real quick? Sure. I'm just intrigued because <laughs> for once, obviously, we have to keep an eye out because they are one of our rivals. Um, they, for once, it does seem like they have a plan. Um, so, first off, John Tolkien is probably on his way out. Man's getting rumored to, like, almost every Bundesliga and Premier League club. So, that is I, I, that was bound to happen. He's a very talented young American player. But they've been heavily linked to two RB Leipzig players. So obviously mm-hmm. with the connection to Red Bull, they have the Leipzig talent pool. They have the Salzburg talent pool. So Emil Forsberg, who is a 32-year-old veteran central attack and midfielder, um, he's got a lot of experience. He's a little bit older, but he still can create in that midfield. And mm-hmm. obviously Red Bull have been switching to this diamond like we do. So they need a 10 yep. as well. So that that seems to be already close to done he, he's like already followed the red bull and everything on social media so also peter glusiki i'm sorry if i'm mispronouncing that one again we're, we're working on it we're working <laughs> on it but goalkeeper for red bulls uh leipzig also linked to red bull which is interesting because carlos Corona had a great season on a sub on a subpar back line but i, I digress there and then sando uh schwartz from hertha berlin so you can see the trend here mm-hmm. they want to bring a little bundesliga to Northern Harrison, New Jersey. I mean, it actually makes sense to me. It is interesting. Um, sometimes, like, those type of plans don't always work, but I do like what happens in Bundesliga. But, like, this Andrew Schwartz is interesting because he got fired from Hertha Berlin after not even a full season with Berlin. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wonder what you see there exactly. I don't know if it's just the relationship, uh, but it is interesting. And I'm curious because the Red Bull have always had a good structure. Talking about building with the youth, they've always built with the youth. Meh. But they haven't been able to make those signings that put them over the edge. It's been good enough to make the playoffs for like 14 straight seasons, but this fa- that fan base is tired. Every year, they're protesting against your club. <laughs> and at some point, you got you to gotta give something back to them. It does seem like they are starting to do that. It is definitely interesting to see. Obviously, the signing we did here today and with the Red Bull rumblings doesn't make a union fan feel per se great, but... Right. Still plenty of time for us to make our counter move here. It is wild because the Red Bulls have a record, league record, 14 straight MLS Cup playoffs, yet they also always get to the playoffs and drop the ball. And so... um, MLS Cup final in their club's history? I mean, like we were talking about before the show, Gotham FC, who just won the NWSL championship, beating OL Reign 2-1, they actually have a banner in Red Bull Arena before... So can we change the, the name Bulls. now? Can we change it Gotham Arena? It should be Gotham Arena because oh, clearly man. if you're winning championships, you actually should get the name. Um, it took them coming in. They played there for all of two seasons and brought a championship to the arena before the New York Red Bulls did. So the Red Bulls have had some changes that they've been made. They've been very active so far, and rightfully so, because if you make it to the playoffs 14 times and get knocked out in the first round that you play in, 
probably means it's time for a change. And there was a clear so, talent gap between Cincy and Red Bull had the effort, but yeah. there was a clear talent gap in that in that series. Yeah, I mean, they already had a uh, departing, firing, whatever term you want to use, with their sporting director, Dennis Hamlet. Yep. Uh, of course, also, they opted not to renew the contract of head coach Troy. Les- I can never say his last someone's name. Gonna get a good, someone's going to get a coach, though, with Troy. Yes. He did a good job this year. And Troy took over, yeah, after uh, Struber's departure back in May. So, look, they've been figuring – it's been a lot of rumblings. It's been a lot of trying to, like, figure things out and right the ship and trying to figure out who's driving the boat. Um but uh, good luck. They still need forward help. They don't <laughs> like have, you still have a lot. Yeah. Um, it's a lot going on there. You're at to replace John Tolkien as well. They have built again through the youth Academy, but you know, youth Academy is great, but it's hard to find those difference makers. And if you do find them more than likely, they're being sold before mm-hmm. they're getting to the senior team. So and you're, you're banking on, the, the adjustment, I don't think a lot of people realize and truly appreciate the the transition from any college type level to the pros. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say like the Union 2, Red Bulls 2, like those players, you will have one or two that's going to naturally make that transition. But for a lot of them, it's not going to pan out right away. Yeah. It's going to take them time to physically, the, the speed of play is quicker, the physicality is quicker. You know, the game is happening so much faster and you have to be able to read and anticipate and move along in it faster. There's less room for mistakes. There's, it's a bigger stage, obviously. Not everybody can make that adjustment. And so that's partly why I struggle with so many teams that are relying so heavily on their farm system and on their academy programs to be able to bring th- players up to the pipeline because, yeah, you can bring them up, but they might not fully be able to be ready to be an impactful player for a few years, you know, and they could be lighting the world on fire and then they get to, to the top squad and it's, they're getting knocked around a bit or can't keep up, keep up with the speed of play and it takes them an adjustment. So it's not impossible. Obviously we see it happen all the time, mm-hmm. but that is where my, my concerns, I guess, lie when you are bringing in these younger players, some of them come in, Bright eyed, bushy tailed, fresh legs, ready to just go, full of energy, you know, ready to just go. But some of them are a little bit starstruck and need a little bit more time to make that transition. So I, I will say the one thing that the Red Bulls are doing, if I was to give them a compliment, is shopping other places, as you talk about, like Especially internationally. Them. It's huge. Yeah, yeah, and it does help when you're connected to to Leipzig as well. So yeah. it's really interesting. Well, guys, we've been talking a lot about Thanksgiving, and Ooh. obviously we're all going to be eating a lot of turkey, a lot of stuff, and a lot of mac and cheese, unless you're Renee. But, but hey, guys, after it, you have a bunch of leftovers. Why not use Hero Bread for your leftovers? Make a nice little turkey sandwich with Hero Bread, but not only do they have great fluffy bread, but we have tortillas, so you can make wraps with it as well. Whatever you need, they got it over at Hero Bread. I love it because I need a healthier option for bread. I love my bread. I can't go a day without my avocado toast. So you eat avocado toast every day? Almost every day. Almost every day. Mm. Avocados are essential in my household, that's for sure. So Hero Bread is great for that. So guys, we also got you got you covered as well with Hero Bread. When you use the promo code PHLY with your purchase, you'll get 10% off your first order. So right now, guys, make sure you guys check out Hero Bread, a great option for bread or for wraps. And make sure you use the promo code PHLY. Hmm. Avocados every day. White bread? Almost every bread. Um, so now we switch to sourdough. I was doing um the flourless Ezekiel bread for the longest time. And my fiance convinced me to do sour bread. Huh. 
Interesting. Avocado toast, eggs. It's my it's my go-to. Okay. Are the eggs on the avocado? So it's no. avocado spread. Yeah, so I spread the avocado on the toast and then scrambled eggs. But you're eating them on the side. Yeah, so I'll have the eggs on the side, my toast. I'm sometimes I'll do a little oatmeal. Do you, you well. put your eggs on top of it, Andrew? If I have a dippy egg, like a over easy egg, but I don't. I'm hit or miss on over easy eggs. It's got to be the right amount. Are you, Too much. To, are you about to tell me you don't like avocado toast now? No, I do. But you said you eat it every day. Almost every day. I, it's because obviously with my scheduling, you can be a little tough. Because. Fair enough. But if I can, for sure, it's my my go-to breakfast, avocado toast, scrambled eggs. I feel like that's like, first of all, it's very healthy. I commend you. <laughs> I'm, I'm impressed. I'm I impressed. Try. But I'm like, is that like five days a week? What would you say on average? Probably like four. I think I would be so sick. Of, I, would, I would just. I've been doing this since I've COVID. got a solid rotation of, I love, I love cereal or oatmeal. Like some days I would just okay. go basic, quick breakfast. Um. But it's always paired, like I always pair it with like yogurt, fruit, and then I do like bacon or sausage. I need some sort of mm. meat. If I get pork roll, mm. I'll make a pork roll sandwich. I'll make a BLT without the T because I don't like tomatoes either. So it's a BL. <laughs> a BLB, bacon, lettuce, bread. Um, and then also <laughs> I could do like a nice hash brown, scrambled eggs, toast, bacon. Like I like a nice variety. Yeah, but I'll, that's, okay, that's I respect stuff. that. All yummy See, stuff. I like to make breakfast though. Like that's Same. some that's like my one of my most important meals. Cooking's it's like important. a nice breakfast to start the day off. I made I made the conscious because my life is just so hectic and I'm constantly moving. That's I do, a good on the go. I do only two big meals. Like I do one meal maybe around like the early afternoon part, like two o'clock. Yeah. And then dinner is pretty big. That's that's just I I gotta I gotta focus. Okay. That's my best way of functioning. I will I will give you that. Um, that's interesting. That's very interesting. I'm gonna have to look into that. Maybe I'll add, try to add that into my repertoire of breakfast. <laughs> Maybe. Um, Eugene Krabs or King Krabs now is saying if we make it to the MLS Cup, can we get a live watch party? Ooh, if if I don't the know. union make it to the MLS Cup, we're gonna go. We're going all out. The problem is if we make the MLS Cup, it's we're gonna, gonna be, be in Chester. There. It's yeah. gonna be in Chester. So we're probably going to be there. Yeah. Although we would have to do a show around it. So we'll probably go. Oh, you know what? We got some planning to do, clearly. Um, that'd be tricky. That'd be Honestly, interesting. Honestly, King Krabs, we've been, I mean, I've been positive, but like we haven't got, I haven't thought that far. Wow. You're not even thinking about the MLS Cup? Listen, I'm one. Optimist th- Ollie one, over here? One match at a time, one day at a time, one week at a time. Oh, your perspective, I Patrick. I can't stress myself. Tyler okay. Zuli is the MVP. Let's go. <laughs> Zuli love. Santiago Loyola. Nice to have you here. Fly Eagles fly. I'm excited for the Monday night matchup. Thank goodness we still have, while we're waiting for the Union game on the 25th against FC Cincinnati in the Eastern Conference semifinals, we've still got plenty of other teams to cheer on. Absolutely can cheer on <laughs> Santiago. Yeah. Let's talk about the Eagles. Um, King Krabs does it. You, he remembered, literally, Andrew. Andrew literally. is Miles Teller. If you want to do a quick Google search, if you're not sure. That's our producer um, today. Our producer today is basically Miles Teller. Absolutely. Except he's changed up his facial hair these days. So he's not looking. Ex- he's looking more like a Milo. instead of a Miles. <laughs> <laughs> You look like slightly different than Miles now. (laughs) Um, But it's great. We still have plenty of teams to cheer on. Uh, Of course, the Sixers need to get back in the win column. The Eagles 
please, real question please is, win. what's Taylor Swift wearing on Monday? That's not the question! We have no! to know. No! I heard on the radio earlier today, and I was like, oh, no, it's happening. Eagles are playing the Chiefs, and we're so excited because Taylor Swift's obviously from this area and grew up an Eagles fan, and so... Her parents are supposed to be coming to the game as well and going to be sitting. It's going to be the Kelseys and the Swifts together sitting, watching the game. And now everybody's wondering, what are they going to wear? Are they going to all wear the Donna Kelsey split jersey? It just makes me want to vomit because I'm, all I'm thinking about, and I tweeted this out and I'm staying by it. We should be focused on the fact it's a rematch of the Super Bowl. We're excited. It's two of the top teams in football right now. It's always it's, it's great matchups it's, all over the field. Exactly, great <laughs> matchups, and we should be focused on the football aspect. But instead, we're talking about what the Swifts are going to be wearing when they sit with the Kelseys to watch the game, and who are they going to be cheering for? I don't care. I know who I'm cheering for. Renee, I don't care who they cheer for. Pop culture relationships only help our sports. Like a couple years ago in the MLS, we had Becky G and Sebastian Leggett, which I don't know why Sebastian would ever cheat on Becky G. Becky G is amazing. Amazing. But that You're was lost. that was something that a lot of MLS fans would bring up from here and there, especially when they were playing Dal- uh, Dallas or LA uh, and New England. But yeah. It just, it's to me, first of all, I'm somewhere between jealous, to be honest, and good looking man. It. He's a great looking man. And then I'm seeing Taylor. Did you see the footage of, the, um, of him at her concert? This she changed up the lyrics. She changed I love up the, the lyrics. Swifty, of course I know. Oh, yeah, that's right. Your fiance is <laughs> all about it. He, she changed up the lyrics and she like ran off stage and like jumped into his arms and they twirled around and kissed. And then his dad was like taking videos of Travis and rocking the Chiefs lanyard. Like, I'm like, what is happening here? It just was a lot. Renee, it's, it not, was a lot. it's not too late. You know what? Because I would love, loved to have ran off the stage after performing a song to go jump into my man's arms and spin around and then go fly out and watch him play against the Eagles. That's not something like a great life to me. But I'm sitting here with you guys instead, and it's fine. Everything's fine. This is fine. I'm having fun. Travis Kelsey pops up here. I tweeted this out, and I posted this, and I'm sticking by that as well. I'm just trying to be... The Travis to some Donna's. Oh wait, I said I'm trying to be the Taylor to some Donna's Travis. That's all. <laughs> That's all, guys. You know what? I've learned as an adult, life doesn't have to be so complicated. You know, just That's right. just find yourself a right the right fit, whatever that looks like. So, I, I, King Krabs, I agree with you. <laughs> Renee, you and, and I can be the great value swimmers. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. I love it. Um, yes, so you guys are going crazy in the chat. It's hilarious. So Keep it coming, guys. It definitely had me thinking. It definitely had me. Okay. And you got me on a tangent now. And okay. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to I'm not a jealous person. I don't okay. like to, you know, to each their own. I know everybody's got their own challenges and struggles in this world, and nobody's got it perfect. But I will say it's looking pretty nice over there. <laughs> On the other side of uh, how things are going, I'd, again, I'd love to be having conversations about my parents sitting next to Donna of like, what are they going to wear? Because they grew up in New Jersey and they've always been Eagles fans, but Renee's dating Travis and now they don't know who to cheer for. It's fine. Totally fine. <laughs> so we've got games clearly to talk about. Games. Um, but I will say also on the other side of it, I, as a sports fan, I think it's cute the way that we have a chance to bring in culture and sports and entertainment but i think there's a line and sometimes we cross that line because of the fact that ratings and social media are what 
push the world this, these days. So I'd love to see more about the breakdown without the stats of like Taylor Swift and stuff like that. Chiefs are new America's team. It's not oh, the Cowboys. Lord. It's not us either. It's the Kansas City According Chiefs. to Michigan, it's them. So <laughs> they're America's team too. Everybody's, everybody thinks they're America's team. Can everybody stop trying to be America's team? First of all, why is there an America's team? Let's stop I that. I want to be Philly's team. That's yeah, all. enough of that. It's so sickening. Everybody claims that they are America's team. Um, let's talk about our team and how they've been representing outside of America and those that are representing America as well because we do have Nate and Jack that are representing oh, yeah. for the U23s. So uh, shout out to Hungary. Daniel Gazdag in Hungary. They qualified for the Euro 2024s. They had a tie against Bulgaria. Daniel Gazdag, uh, not obviously a big role for Hungary, right. to say That's the least. That's a good thing. Good thing. Selfishly. Selfishly, it's a good thing. Is it, though? I want him fresh for Cincy. It's just a shame that he can't get minutes. I know. I know. Well, it's, it's tough for him in general over there, but, I mean, this time around is one where I don't mind him not playing selfishly. Because God forbid something happened to guys. Like, and that's the one player we said we need something from in our last yeah. episode. It, you know what? It was one of those things where it's very bittersweet because right. I would love to see the union have players that can go to their national teams Especially European and nation. rack up on minutes and get some stat, get a goal, get an assist, be involved. But to know that the union players are going to their respective countries and not really doing much, yeah. well, it's a, it just is like, a lot of you it know, like it's like, too. oh, great, we've got guys on the international break, and they're playing with the national team. They're representing, you know, Hungary and the USU 23s, and then, but they're not. They're actually not representing. They're just there. They're just keeping the bench Keep warm. warm. So that was interesting. But congrats to Hungary. Yeah. Uh, he will be very fresh. What he played? Ten minutes, nine minutes that he played. Yeah. Um, he will be fresh, but again, I'd love to see a little bit more. But what about our other guys? Maybe there's maybe it gets better. Yeah. So uh, Blake <laughs> and Lowe, actually, they're on tonight uh, at Woo-hoo! seven. We have Nations League for Concacaf, so they're playing against Guatemala tonight at seven, and then on the twenty-first, they're back at it at seven thirty. So Lowe and Blake. So a little bit of that Lowe con- press conference. He was talking about his uh, memories of the ninety-eight World Cup for Jamaica. Aww. Obviously, that's that's the goal for Jamaica getting back there. I'm yeah, hopeful, very hopeful for them as well. Yeah, so good luck to Jamaica and those the two and Low and Blake. Yeah, and it is it is great when you think about like I I love those types of things when you get a chance to hear them relive major moments where they were at the time, mm-hmm. how it impacted them, how it shaped them, because it's it's special and it gives a lot of pride. Like we unfortunately take it for granted. I feel like. Uh, because everybody wants to say that the United States sports are the best in the world, which always is interesting to me. Um, but, you know, for a lot of countries, they rely so heavily on World Cup, Euro Cup, you know, these international tournaments as a way to have that pride. You know, yeah. it's a chance there's there's violence all over the world, including in our own backyard, violence all over the world. There's all types of issues and not everybody has the same opportunities in their respective countries to play on a national team. So it's a chance to be able to put all that aside and just play the sport you love. And it brings people together. It brings people together so much. So I, even when I was watching like the women's world cup, for example, and hearing all the firsts, you know, and hearing all the trailblazers and those special moments where, you know, it's not just about the results. It's about being able to rock that Jersey Rep your squad, hey. rep your team, <laughs> pioneer, break glass ceilings, and and do something special. So oh, yeah. it is. I always love seeing that and hearing those types of uh, opportunities. Of course, for the U.S. specifically, the men's team does 
they're in action they're tonight. Yeah, they're on tonight, nine o'clock. Trinidad and Tobago uh, for the U.S. Men's National Team. I do believe some alums of the Union are going to be are <laughs> going to be part of the team. Brandon and Paxson are in camp. Mark McKenzie, I do believe Mark is in camp. Thought I saw him in there, but yeah. So nine o'clock, and then they're back on Monday um, at seven against Trinidad and Tobago again. Um, we have El Brujo uh, to d in about two minutes. Venezuela will be kicking off with Ecuador. I'll check this lineup in a sec because I do believe that's finally out. We were recording while that lineup probably came in, came out. Uh, Taibo Ribo, obviously, he had a lot to make up with Israel. Um, so they had a lot going on. So they just lost against Kosovo. Um, and then yesterday, they drew against Switzerland. They are back on the 18th in two days against Romania. And then they finish up on Tuesday against Andorra. And then, like you mentioned, with Jack McGlynn and Nate Harriel, those two will be playing for the U23s. They got a matchup on the 18th with Egypt. That'll be a 7.30 kickoff or 8.30 kickoff. But obviously, you probably won't be able to watch because it's tough to watch those U23 matchups. It yet. is. It is. Um, I love that. I, I kind of jokingly throw my dating out there on, on all the shows that I'm on. <laughs> Um, and you guys just take it and run with it. And now I'm seeing the comments. I have a shot with Rodrigo Blankenship. Um, St. Jagos, I'll say maybe I can make some ways if I date Aiden Favre, Aiden O'Connell, who I looked up because I actually didn't even know who it was from the Raiders. And he went viral for his shirt. I may look like Farva, but I play like a father. <laughs> like what? <laughs> no, thanks. Um, <laughs> Yeah, King Crab saying yeah, Aiden be, yeah, does not. Yeah, no. It's I'm gonna be our next Tanner McKee. Like what? What? Is, I'm I'm good. We're Never do, mind. We're gonna do a dating show for <laughs> Renee PHOI Sports Production. Like Lord have mercy. I'm, I mean, I, I make some jokes. I, I may or may not be serious. You never know. I could be married. You don't know. I could be very single. You also don't know. I could be somewhere in between. You still don't know. But immediately, every time I make these comments about dating, y'all just take it and run with it and have me lined up with a whole bunch of suitors. So <laughs> thanks, I guess. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, good Lord. I'm All right. So, right yeah, it's it's wild. Y'all, you guys are wild in the chat, um, but... It's, it's going to be interesting. We'll continue watching during the international break. This break has been moving along slowly. It's time for us all to regroup, plan for the holidays, plan for our spreads and menus we're going to have. Hopefully, you guys have a nice, delicious amount of options. Um, Zach Berman's going to win that show. Zach Berman is already got his whole family together. Everybody... Sounds like I'm single. All right, it's time for us to wrap this thing up here. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to go because Santiago and King Crabs are having way too much fun with this, and you're taking it right. I will say that a lot, most of our office here is happily married or engaged. That's all I'm going to say. El Brujo is starting, by the way. <laughs> I had to put that out there. I'm sorry. Yes. We, As good. we're all worried about Renee's dating life. <laughs> Golly. Just a breaking news. Breaking news. He's starting. Thank goodness. Okay. So finally, we do have somebody um, that we're seeing right now that's getting a start. Of course, we'll wait and see. Andre, Damien, uh, Jack, Nate. We'll continue seeing them as well. <laughs> um, I'm not going to. I'm not reading the chat anymore. I'm just kidding. So. <laughs> Good luck to the union players. Seven different guys that are off representing the squad internationally during this break. It's a great time to continue talking through things. So we will be back. We have more shows coming your oh, yeah. way. Monday of next week, we'll have a fun Thanksgiving show for you as well. So if you guys are looking for something 
fun and different to watch around the Thanksgiving holiday. Don't worry. We've got you covered with King some Krabs fun stuff. King Krabs bring the mac and cheese. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm glad you guys care about me. I'm glad you guys continue to watch us and subscribe and follow along. Make sure you can always keep the conversation going in the Discord. For anybody that is a diehard member, you could, of course, hop over to Discord. Let's have some conversation there. Uh, we also absolutely have more to come your way. So make sure you're subscribing, you're following, you're keeping up to date with us at PHLY underscore union. We appreciate you guys for tuning in. For Andrew, a.k.a. Miles, for JP, for myself, Renee, have a great rest of your day. We'll see you guys more on Monday. Dude. Y'all silly like the mayor. 